0: section forty two of uther and Egrain. this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org uther and Egrain by warwick deeping book four chapter nine without the gate of tintajl stood uther the king Looking towards the eastern hills clear against the calm of the sky, he stood bareheaded, like one in prayer. His face was strong, yet wistful and patient as a sick child's. At his elbow waited Merlin, silent and inscrutable. Much had passed between them in that upper room, that room more hallowed to Uther than the rock tomb of the Christ ever ever night he said stretching out his hands as to an eternal void merlin's eyes seemed to look leagues away over moor hill and valley a strange tenderness played upon his lips and there was a radiance upon his face impossible to describe it was like the face of a lover a dreamer of dreams a man is a mystery to himself he said but to God? I know no God, save the God of my own soul. Let me live and die, nothing more. Why curse one's life with a to-be? Uther sighed heavily. It is a kind of fate to me, he said, inevitable as the setting of the sun, natural as sleep, not for myself do I fear it. Let Jehovah follow Jupiter into the chaos of fable sire look yonder merlin's eyes had caught life on the distant hillsides life surging from the valleys life and the glory of it harness helm and shield shone in the sun gold azure silver scarlet were creeping from the bronze green of the wilds silent and solemn the hosts rolled gradual into the full splendour of the day Uther's eyes beheld them through a mist of tears. ''King Nentres, King Uriens, and the host,'' he said. ''Even so, sire, they were bidden to follow, loyal to their king.'' Uther watched them with a great pride stealing into his eyes. He smiled and held his head high. ''All these are mine,'' he said merlin's face had kindled grapple the days to come he said let scripture and old ethics rot you have a thousand knights let them ride by stream and forest moor and mere let them ride out and sunder like the wind the quest of a king's heart sire like a golden dawn shall she rise out of the past blow thy horn let us not tarry. End of book four, chapter nine. Recording by Alan Mapstone.